Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. As we begin this Tuesday, Aaron Sexton alongside in the mothership watching everything. I've just been watching the Yankees and Rangers, a series I probably would not have been paying as much attention to, but Aaron Judge obviously chasing 62. And, of course, we've had that on one of our sister stations. Uh, And tonight's game at uh, 7.05, first pitch will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, does that sound right? Yeah, Wednesday is usually our Rudy's uh, Coaches Show. Uh, that'll be tomorrow night. So tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and then uh, we'll see. Aaron, let's both stay on top of it today because probably here in an hour or so, or you know, basically we need to see what Boone says after this game to make sure he's going to start uh, Aaron Judge and, and play him tonight. Now, he DH'd in this first game today. No home runs. Uh, had Did come up in the ninth in uh, first pitch swinging, hit a grounder. A uh, Then the, the, the uh, plate appearance before that uh, got a base hit up the middle. I don't know what's going on out there. They're booing. Like, after he... After he, when he doesn't get a home run, like people are booing for some reason. Like, I don't. What are we doing, Aaron? We don't want to, like, embarrass ourselves out there. What are our Rangers fans up to? I mean, surely that's not the Yankees fans. I mean, they're out there. Everybody's seeing if he's going to get number 62. Uh, he obviously has tied the American League record of Roger Maris. And I don't know what all that booing was about. Now, the guy in front of him on his second to last at bat today. Knocked one out of the park, and then Judge came up, and I believe that's when he got that single. But they were booing. I don't, I don't quite understand. I mean, you're going to go out there and watch this guy chase immortality. I mean, let's not boo. Let's not act like idiots out there. Aaron, do we know what? I mean, and you were doing uh, the the John Moore show, so y'all probably didn't have the sound up. But I just thought I would report that. Uh, there's some there's some weird behavior out there at Globe Life now, Aaron. I will be um, as soon as he did not get the home run. Uh, my buddy Ryan, uh, who is a Baylor guy, a big time banker turned uh, school development officer with one of our sister Baptist schools, uh, he claimed uh, some tickets, and we're going to head out there. We're going to be a part of that, Aaron. I'm going to sit. I don't know. What did Hicks say? There's only like a 50-50 shot that somebody will actually catch this ball because of the huge bullpen areas and the batter's eye. So I'll go out there somewhere in the outfield with the hopes of catching the 62nd home run of Aaron Judge. Aaron, if I do catch it, I don't think I'm going to be quite as uh, – I I mean, that was very, very honorable what the – what the guy did recently, 
the bullpen catcher, one of those teams. Who was that? Not the Blue Jays. Whoever it was they were playing. And um, he uh, he just gave the ball back. I mean, I think he probably got a couple of nice items. But he gave the ball right back to uh, Aaron Judge, which is, again, very nice. But this that was the 61st home run. So I will be in the building today at the end of the show. I'll be kind of cutting and running. And Aaron's going to help me kind of with that process. And then I'll be uh, I'll be out there to witness, hopefully, history. Is there a good chance it won't happen? Yes. But to the Rangers' credit, John Gray, um, who else did they have in their pitching to him? You know, John, John Gray got him a, you know, a couple of times today and went right at him. I mean, nobody's trying to pitch around him. He's had some opportunities today. I mean, there were some pitches where if he was kind of on one of his usual runs or in one of his torrid stretches, he would not have missed. He had the one base hit. He dropped right up the middle, and that was a very hittable um, pitch. Now, Santana came in and got him out. I know Santana was kind of pumped up about that. Uh, actually got him to, to bounce out. And uh, so at least, I don't know how many of them I saw. I saw two or three. I, I guess I saw two of the plate appearances. He had four cracks at it, I guess today and uh, maybe five but uh, get, had the base hit but did not get knock one out of the park so I'll be in position tonight to try to witness history at uh, at Globe Life Aaron is it doesn't it feel strange for there really to only be one reason for anybody to go see a Rangers game <laughs> and oh by the way Rangers fan Rangers have to be uh, thanking Aaron Judge and the Yankees for not hitting this thing on the first game, stretching it out now. Now uh, tonight will be the third game. And, there, I mean, in a season where this big, new, beautiful ballpark, they didn't really have a lot of fans because the team was so bad. They end it with a total, you know, 30,000 every game type deal. I need to look and see what last night was. But a good crowd out there and expecting a good crowd this evening, although that crowd had to kind of wait to see what was going to happen in game one. I, I think most people went ahead and bet. Um, we'll be watching to see what Aaron Boone has to say after this game, and that will, of course, let us know if um, – and, and the last I saw, Aaron, Rangers were uh, – it was the bottom of the ninth, and they were down 5-4. Has that game gone to a final, did you see? Yes. Um, okay. And they did lose that game? Yeah, it stayed 5-4. Okay, 5-4, Rangers lose. I was kind of watching the end of it right before I came up here to jump on the uh, the radio show. Now, it's been a fun day. Uh, Aaron, I, uh, I went out to Trinity Forest <clears throat> to um, check out the Trinity Forest Invitational. Baylor men's golf was in town. And so there was Mike McGraw, Matt Roberts, the uh, the SID for golf. Saw David Kay. David Kay, a man who uh, was recently promoted, but, man, he's still at all the events, still oversees a lot of it. So good to see David out there. And the Bears are just kind of getting off the course. In fact, they're finishing up. But, um, Aaron, as I talked about yesterday, kind of fascinating, you know, the whole – um experience out there because 
a player playing as an individual for Baylor, that and, and basically that means he didn't make the top five, at least for this trip. And they have challenges, and he'll have his chances. But he is um, – let me see how he finished. Jo- uh, Jonas Appel finished um, in, in like a top ten finish. I mean, pretty remarkable. Uh, and he was not even uh, – I mean, I was just really uh, stunned by that, but a pretty cool, pretty cool deal. Um, Baylor's, in, you know, just competing in an individual, not in the top five, and goes out there and gets a top ten finish for the Bears. And I was just looking at his score, and he did finish with um, three round total of two hundred nine, seventy two, uh, sixty seven, five under in the second round, and then a seventy. All right, and then uh, Bears all Bears really playing well. Luke Dossie, younger brother of the uh, the great one of the greatest Baylor players, really of the past twenty years, uh, Cooper Dossie. Cooper Dossie's younger brother, Luke Dossie, goes out and goes seventy four sixty seven, and he is finishing up as we speak. And has uh, we're waiting to see what he gets on eighteen, but um, he's going to finish on. I mean. I don't want to jinx him here, but he's uh, sitting there. As long as if he could par this thing out, he could finish with a three under 69, and he's knocking, and that would secure him a top 10 finish. Now, Aaron, we've been wondering what was going on with our man Johnny Kiefer. And uh, my wife and I were out on the course today monitoring the Bears and uh, had a really good time out there on uh, Trinity, um, Trinity Forest. Aaron, if you hear the name Trinity Forest, does that seem to indicate that there might be a lot of trees involved in the course? You would think. Not a lot. Not a lot of shade structure out there. In fact, uh, one of the courses they played last year, they had like a grove of trees and had some Adirondack chairs out. And and I just would sit there and watch everybody come through and really had just a great time. And while I enjoyed myself today, I mean, it was – and it was, you know, a fairly pretty day, but zero shade. Like, like the, 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 around, the perimeter of the course has pretty trees and all that, but no shade at all on the course itself. It's just a huge layout. I mean, it's a hard course to walk, and just not a single tree in sight. I don't know how you... If you're out there and you're literally using, I think it's an old landfill they use, but if, if you're not going to plant any trees, um, you're probably not going to keep a PGA Tour event for very long. And that's exactly what happened out there. The uh, Byron Nelson moved out there, played two or three times, and it was an unmitigated disaster. And everybody was passing out. The heat was too much. There's no trees. There's no shade. The area where all the people at the Byron Nelson liked to party um, was not really that great, and so they had to move it out to McKinney now, and we'll see where it ends up for years to come. But it is a nice course um, and gorgeously maintained. And and the great thing about a college golf tournament, if you ever get a chance to go to one, is you just kind of walk around wherever. There's no ropes. I mean, Aaron, literally, you know, the guys would be – finishing up a green and we could just kind of run across the next fairway 
and and be up to where we needed to be. There was no ropes, nothing. You just walk anywhere you want to go. And then occasionally you'd see people kind of up almost standing on the back of the green to watch people putt. Now, I didn't want to get that close. I like to give them their space. But, um, you know, some of the different coaches and maybe the players, friends and families and all that, they're just moving around the course anywhere they want to go. And, uh, and then there are a few people in carts that were moving around. I mean, Aaron, I honestly think if I'd have said, hey, I'm here with the uh, Matt Mosley show, I need a cart to go cover this thing, they probably would have given us one because there weren't that many people out there. I think we could have just ridden around everywhere, but uh, just decided uh, against that. Saw some really good shots. Zach Heffernan for, uh, uh, for the Bears it is uh, just a, seems like a great kid. And uh, he's getting ready to finish up. In fact, he just did shot a one under 71 today, and that gave him rounds of 69, 74, 71. And he made a long putt on seven, which is where I was watching him today. And uh, it, it wasn't that long, but it was a really nice putt. I, 15, 20 feet, and, uh, but beautiful putt, and uh, got his birdie and moved along. And Aaron, as I was saying earlier, uh, I was really proud of the way Kiefer's score did end up working. And what I, what I mean by that is they ended up using it. And for most of this tournament, he was the fifth golfer for the Bears. And in today's round, he just hung in there, hung in there after a weird start and ends up with 69 in a tie for 29th. I, I love to see... Uh, quite honestly, the fight that he showed out there, and um, and I thought that was really good. Let me see if I can find Kiefer real quick to tell you, Aaron. He opens the second hole of the day. He eagles. He gives it right back with a double. Then he bogeys. Then he birdies. Then he bogeys. I mean, it was just a lot of crooked letters on his card. And then on the ninth hole, um, after I watched him come through on seven and eighty pars, right. 90 birdies, 12 he birdies, 14 he birdies. He birdies 16, 17, so he got on this great run, and then sadly he bogeyed 18, or he would have had a uh, 68 if you just parred 18. But, uh, again, really, really good response from Johnny Kiefer, the longtime Baylor number one golfer. And I, I don't know. I mean, this is not like Johnny, but the last two tournaments he hadn't been himself. And the good news for Baylor is, all the other golfers have just stepped up and and uh, and really taken charge. Uh, all right, Aaron. As we come up on uh, our 420 guest, I want to let everybody know that uh, we have a uh, a Baylor legend and a guy who became an athletic director, head football coach, San Antonio area, and then kind of down there around where he was from uh, originally in the College Station era area but uh, an incredibly fast Baylor receiver from the 1980s and just great hands and just part of that those uh, fun Grant Taft teams from about 86 to 89 Bobby Jack Goforth joins the Matt Mosley show next the Bears are back in action Thursday October 13th headed to Morgantown to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, live from Morgantown. 6.15 p.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's the Bears and the Mountaineers, Thursday, October 13th. 
here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when you're power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recess lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services with electricity. It's on your list, big service in your needs. I pride on the D. 292 Your need is I pride on the Big 12 Blitz. Weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, three fifty single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, two fifty domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. 
Founded in 2007, DeShazo and Nesbitt Law Firm provides experienced, client-focused legal representation for businesses on all varieties of employment issues. Whether it's helping businesses with their employee handbooks, comply with medical leave laws, covenants not to compete, or employment contracts, DeShazo and Nesbitt is here to help your business on all your employment law needs. A proud supporter of Waco High Lions, DeShazo and Nesbitt. Learn more at dnaustin.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. San Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football 24-9. Both teams moved to 2-2. Two two. Former Wisconsin football coach Paul Christ will receive a reduced buyout of $11 million. Christ was fired Sunday following a 2-3 and three start to the season. Tony LaRusa is stepping down as Chicago White Sox manager because of health concerns that kept him out of the dugout for the final five weeks of the season. He announced in a statement yesterday. Rangers lost to the Yankees 3-1. to Aaron Judge still sits at 61 home runs. Rangers and Yankees again today. 105 first pitch for the first game you can hear on 101.3 FM. And the second game of the doubleheader is on ESPN Central Texas. Catch UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It is a Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll keep you updated. Aaron Judge has played another game and did not get number 62. He'll go for it. This is a doubleheader day and a 7.05 first pitch. I will be there to witness that and uh, report on that for you tomorrow. But uh, really pleased right now to be uh, joined by one of my favorite players at Baylor back in the day, played from 86 to 89. Bobby Jack Goforth uh, is uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show right now. Bobby Jack, it's uh, it's great to talk to you. One of the great names, I think, over the years in uh, Baylor football history and a, uh, and a terrific receiver to boot. It's uh, good to visit with you. Hey, good to be on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I uh, I felt like if I had your quarterback on last week and your name did come up, I, I kind of thought, well, I need to talk to one of his wide receivers. So I kind of tracked you down via Facebook. Sometimes I, we talk about all the evils of Facebook, but it is kind of fun being able to ca- run down people and find them and all that kind of stuff. So and, and, and I've also gotten to see some some really fun pictures uh, uh, from those days. I mean, Bobby Jack, you uh, you were able to you had a, you had a, a bit of a vertical leap. It appears. Well, I was I was able to get off the ground. I was a little bit lighter in those days, so uh, <laughs> there were a few times where I was able to get up in the air and make something happen. Yeah, and uh, Brad was talking about your route running, and and uh, that was a pretty amazing time, wasn't it? I mean, Brad, there, you you kind of come in with the, the end of Cody and Brad, and then uh, I, everybody remembers the famous poster, Commander Cody in the the uh, uh, the air the bomber there, you know the the bomb squadron, and uh, boy, you joined a group with uh, Matt Clark, John Simpson. I know Darnell Chase was in there. Uh, the speed, uh, was unbelievable. I mean, at that time, Bobby Jack, when you kind of looked around the SWC, did y'all have just about probably the fastest group of wide receivers around? Do you think? Uh, 
I think overall, if we put a relay together, we would have probably won that thing out of all the other schools. <laughs> there was some other really talented guys around the conference, like Tony Jones was pretty fast at Texas and, and some others. But I think overall, we had a pretty quick group because um, three of us were on the track team together. Yeah, in in remind man that 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 yeah the track and that was well Clyde Hart was uh, one of the great you know coaches of all time one of the great sprint coaches now Bobby Jack was that uh, did you love track even going back into to high school and and was that part of the allure to Baylor knowing they'd had such great sprinters what what kind of went into your uh decision to come to Baylor uh when you think back on on your recruitment back in the uh, mid 80s yeah track was part of it I you know it wasn't the the number one draw I really wanted to be a part of the offense they had going at the time I knew I wanted to be a receiver coming out of high school and so that's really what drew me there. And then I did the, they allowed me to do the track. Coach Taft would let me go out there and do that during the springtime. And I, I did that primarily to, to continue to try to develop my speed. So it had all worked out good. And, and there was a lot of us that did both sports. Now, would they time y'all back then uh, uh, in the 40? Did you, what was your, and what was your event, by the way? What was your best event in track? Did you do the 100 and 200? Did you, the open quarter? What did you, uh, what was your best uh, event uh, in track? I did pretty much all the events in high school, but then once I got to Baylor, I focused on the hurdles and, uh, and then tried to improve at that. And, and, um, Coach Hart was a great coach, and and um, he I can't say enough good things about him. He he had so many great athletes out there, all Americans, but he treated us all the same. I really respect the time that I had with him. Did the hurdling was there any? Did it translate to to football? I mean, obviously the speed helped and all of that, but did you find yourself ever, Bobby Jack, when you'd get in the uh, in the open field doing what Drake Dabney did recently and and uh it, it using that form you had learned with all your hurdling well I never really got around to that that type of play or had the opportunity that I remember trying to jump anybody you know I was usually just uh trying to secure the ball and get as many yards as I could but that but it did translate the quickness part of it and the the uh the starts and that type thing when you're you're in track coming out of the blocks and and the same thing kind of relates when you're getting off the line route running so the two things really um the track really helped the football yeah bobby jack goforth joining us on the matt mosley show espn central texas you then you went on to become a coach and a successful coach who at baylor uh, and maybe even back to high school, who were some of the coaches that had a, a, a huge impact on you that uh, that influenced you to go into that profession? Uh, well, my dad was my first influence, you know, my coach in high school. So that time with uh, him and learning a lot definitely played a part in, in what I became. And then it at Baylor, obviously, we had a lot of good coaches, you know, not only Coach Taft, but 
all the assistant coaches were awesome. Coach Davidson, Coach Goodner, and Fredenberg, all those guys I learned so much from, and you took some of what they did and some of their personalities with you when you when you got into coaching. And and once I got into coaching, then I realized how how good they really were, you know, and and the things that they brought to the table for us. So I had a lot of good um, good role models, you could say, in the coaching world. Where else did you think about uh, going out of high school, or did you kind of have your eye on Baylor almost right from the start? It was out of um, Baylor, Texas A&M, which I was living right down the road from, and then the UT Longhorns. So I sort of had started to lean towards Baylor watching their offense, and and that's the way it worked out. I'm glad that, that they – that they came through with an offer for me because it was a great, it was a great time. And, and, um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Did Grant Taff have to ban ping pong at one point? I, I <laughs> seem to re- recall reading a story many years ago, and it might've been your roommate and quarterback, Brad Gable, that was involved. Was there something that happened and maybe y'all got a little too competitive uh, in a, in a ping pong match and, and, uh, uh, and maybe, uh, maybe Brad suffered an injury. Does that, uh, is, is, is that, uh, an accurate story? That's a, that's a true story that actually happened on a, a Friday afternoon before we were, I believe we were going to play Southwest Texas at the time the next day. And I hit a great shot across the net that Brad had to lunge for. And when he lunged, he twisted his ankle. And I think he had to spend the whole evening at the, at the training room with, with uh, Mike Sims. And fortunately he was able to recover and had a pretty good game the next day. Both of us, both of us did. So I think with, you know, we were, we had our competitive juices flowing. We were ready to go. Luckily Brad was able to, hobble around out there and throw some passes. But we actually got in Sports <laughs> Illustrated for that. <laughs> that's probably where I ran across that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty uh, funny to think back on it. Were you pretty – did you – what was the strength of your ping pong game? Did you were, – were you able to put some spin or did you did, – did you could you hit it pretty hard or what was – or were you just – I guess you're, you just had great, great hand-eye coordination. I think the hand-eye coordination and mainly just keeping the ball in play, you know, not, not anything too (laughs) fancy, just keep uh, balling it back and forth. And uh, I did happen to get that one good shot in on Brad though. So I I must've (laughs) probably, well, I guess I won that game by default. (laughs) That's right. He had to go to the training room. Um, Now, what was your favorite route with you and Brad? Uh, You were known as a really good route runner, uh, and you and Matt both had great speed. John Simpson was more in my mind, to my memory, it was kind of like run a go, John. Uh, you know, John was uh, yeah. uh, a little smaller, wasn't as thick as some of you guys. And so, I mean, it seemed like they just sent him straight down the field. What did you and Brad do best? And, and did your off the field friendship almost, do you feel like, help to have that, that really good chemistry during games? Yeah, we had a we did a lot of work together outside of practice, you know, during the 
summers and the off seasons and then living together and and um just having a, a lot of conversations about what we were doing but i think my specialty for my size was in the slot and working in the seams in the in the defense uh in particular you know zones maneuvering myself around and finding an open spot and he was good about hitting me <laughs> did it did it help going up against those unbelievable defensive backs? I believe Thomas Everett would have overlapped with you and uh, was one of the greatest defensive backs in Baylor history and, and, in fact, won the Jim Thorpe Award, I think, back in around 1987. But Blackman and, and all those guys, Ron Francis may have been in there somewhere. Uh, how much did that help, you know, going up against probably some of the better defensive backs in the SWC? Oh, it was, I mean, every day in practice, you're going up against guys, like you said, that, you know, all Americans and guys that played in the NFL, Ray Crockett was in my class. So we went against each other all the time, you know, throughout the summer and, you know, not only during the season, spring training, you're always working against those guys. And uh, Thomas Everett, like you said, Ron Francis, I couldn't hang with those guys when I first got there, but it took a while. But like you said, being able to practice against some of the best. And, you know, there was a time in there where Baylor had the most defensive backs in the NFL. And a lot of them were from that era in the eighties. Now, what was coach fix? I met him years ago during a grant Taft camp. What a wild man he was, but he was a, he was a fun guy. Uh, but did Bob get the even the wide receivers? Were y'all pretty aggressive in the weight room? Now, obviously, you had uh, track, so you kind of had to balance all that. Did um, did did you kind of uh, beef up while you were at Baylor? And did uh, because some of those guys came out of there. Um, I think about the Addicts brothers and some of those folks. My goodness, what they could throw up in the weight room was uh, was astounding. Did did you? find yourself getting a lot stronger at Baylor I I did but I probably should have done a little bit more of that like you said I was uh, gone a lot with the track team and the thing I remember about coach Fick other than him waving a towel on the sideline he was always making fun of me for being small and not getting in the weight room and basically pretending I was a sissy and all that, all in good humor, though. He was a great guy. <laughs> but um, that's my memories of him. I wish I would have done a little bit more weightlifting because I was playing at about 160 pounds. Wow. I mean, that's not that much. Now, Gerald was playing at a what, about 140? Gerald McNeil, <laughs> you know, a few years yeah, before before <laughs> before you got there, but um, but one sixty, Bobby Jack, that's a, that is amazing to to think of, think about. Now, in your coaching career, did you what did you did you become more of a a spread offense guy as that as everybody sort of evolved with that, or did you keep a lot of that run based? You know, some of the things that Cotton and Duke and and um, and maybe even you know Chuck came maybe as you were heading out of Baylor. What did what what was kind of your philosophy, offensive philosophy, as you got into coaching? I spent several years in the with the Katie coaching staff, so that system uh, was pretty much branded in me early on. 
But then later in my career, and that system was a pro-I with good play-action passing, which I enjoyed that part of it. But as uh, I progressed, we got more into some of the spread passing just based on the personnel we had in Caldwell at the time. And so we were able to utilize some of that and a lot of the old route work and 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 uh, route concepts we were able to put into our offense. So uh, I could say that I definitely uh, like to see the ball in the air, but especially if it's getting caught. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of uh... how it, that's kind of how it played out from Katie. Yeah, yeah, and I bet you love track, too, as a coach and, and continue to monitor that. Well, I tell you, it's been fun. I had Matt Clark on recently, and then he got honored as a legend of the game and, and uh, having Brad on. So uh, you had one of the great names, and you were a really good receiver. Uh, one year you had 23 catches. I looked it up, and I think four of them went for touchdowns. So you made it count, and, and I think that was the year maybe you averaged – 18, 19 yards a catch. So I'm sure in your mind you thought, well, throw me about 20 more balls and <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get that, you. That would, been, <laughs> that would have been nice, you know, but we played a lot of guys and then I didn't get to pretty much have my senior year. But overall, it was, it was, um, you know, I had the injury. So, but overall, it was a great experience and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, uh, people still re uh, remember you very fondly. In fact, I checked in with Jerry Hill, and he seemed to remember you became kind of a – you were a big outdoors type guy. And I don't know, maybe that had to, uh, to do with meeting Pete Rowe and, and uh, his gang, but uh, uh, did, did you spend a little time uh, dove hunting and, and fishing and that type of thing when you were at Baylor? All that, all the above, we did all that with Pete. We also did some of that with Coach Davidson out in Gatesville. Um, we were always looking um, to, in our off time, to either go dove hunt or go fish or do some kind of stuff like that in the outdoors. So that that was a, a unique part of of being there too. You know, you had those opportunities uh, there in the in the Waco area and with people that also had interest in that. So. That that gave us a bonus, us small town guys. Man, Cotton and Pete, and I mean, you talk about. I bet you heard some really amazing stories. So uh, that is a, that is a, a very neat thing. And boy, you you have grown up in an area that people value that and love hunting and all that. But uh, well, listen, Bobby Jack, great to uh, great to catch up with you, and uh, uh, hope to see you. At one of these games, Bears uh, drop one the other day, but they'll have some uh, plenty more opportunities throughout this season. So uh, drop by and say hi at our pregame tailgate show if you uh, if you get to one of these games. Okay. I sure will do that, and I appreciate you having me on. I want to give a quick shout to my kids that are out there listening, and say sick'em Bears. All right, shout out to uh, Bobby Jack's kids and a good sickum, a good hearty sickum, and there he goes, the former Baylor great who, uh, man, uh, on they they just didn't throw it as much back then, but on limited targets ended up with, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of seven career touchdowns and and uh, oh sixty seventy catches and really uh, great route runner and uh, Brad Gable and and then Cody before him just a. Uh, Really, really reliable wide receiver during the Grant Taff era. 
Um, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, coming up on our uh, segment where we look into college athletics, college football, uh, it is Campus Confidential, and it's next. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us on Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from new head baseball coach Mitch Thompson and equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, Wednesdays at 7 this fall, here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. The Cowboys Update. Weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hello Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain? knee pain, shoulder pain. I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians trusted by both medical professionals athletic trainers also good for arthritis relief character gym or travel bag simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed limited time offer go to the website reliefandrecovery.com enter the offer code game time for your buy one get one free tube of rx 300 topical pain cream I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. 
Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Montgomery Construction and Roofing is a second-generation roofing company located in Lorena. Montgomery Construction and Roofing offers commercial and residential roofing, such as shingles, metal roofing, TPO, gutters, roofing repairs, and replacements. Give Montgomery Construction and Roofing a call at 254-655-1024. That's 254-655-1024. Or visit their website, RoofsTexas.com, for a free roof inspection. Montgomery Construction and Roofing proudly supports the Lorena Leopards. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. San Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football 24-9. Both teams moved to 2-2. Two two. Former Wisconsin football coach Paul Christ will receive a reduced buyout of $11 million. Christ was fired Sunday following a 2-3 start to the season. Tony LaRusa is stepping down as Chicago White Sox manager because of health concerns that kept him out of the dugout for the final five weeks of the season. He announced in a statement yesterday. Rangers lost to the Yankees 3-1. to Aaron Judge still sits at 61 home runs. Rangers and Yankees again today. 105 first pitch for the first game you can hear on 101.3 FM. And the second game of the doubleheader is on ESPN Central Texas. Catch UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, we have a lot to uh, cover today as we look around college athletics. And as always, I turn it over to Aaron Sexton for that. Thank you, Matt. We will start with coaching vacancies and the leading candidates for those. One of the leading candidates is... Lance Leipold, the Kansas Jayhawks head coach, obviously, after leading them to an undefeated start to the season in their first top 25 ranking in 13 years. He was asked about the rumors linking him to both the Nebraska and now the Wisconsin job. Leipold was born in the small town of Jefferson, about a 40-minute drive from Camp Randall Stadium in Madison, Wisconsin. He said, quote, we're happy here. We have no plans on going anywhere when asked by the Associated Press. Does that sound really convincing to you, Matt? <laughs> it's not to me. Well, you know what that sounds like? He's a smart man because <laughs> he can he, – he, I think he is happy, and I don't think he's actively seeking that position. But, you know, if you kind of phrase it that way, who knows? Kansas, uh, given how well they're doing and how excited they are about Leipold in the future – I feel like didn't they already give him an extension like before the year even started? I'm trying to remember who's gotten extensions recently. I mean, these guys now, after one season, can end up getting a a nice extension or a a bump. He did get a one-year extension after winning just two games last year. (laughs) As part of that extension, the average annual value of his contract was bumped to $2.6 million. He's still the lowest-paid Big 12 coach by by a, a lot. Well... I mean, I, if I were him, I'd say, okay, make me the second lowest paid Big 12 coach. No, I think um, I could see them making a preemptive move because you know what Wisconsin can do. I mean, Wisconsin will say, hey, we'll blow that out of the water. 
and tell you what, come on in here. We'll pay you about seven or eight million a year. They just gave on a settlement. I mean, I'm talking about <laughs> after they lowered it. I heard Ward White's reporting on that earlier on one of the sports centers. This is after they agreed to bring the um, the buyout. And again, I don't know. That's interesting that you even a lot of times they have to pay the full buyout, but they end up writing a check to Paul Christ for eleven million just to leave. Just move on out. And by the way, no taxpayer money. I read that it came right from the booster club or whatever they call that, the Badger, the Badger Club. They just dipped right in. Y'all got eleven million in there? Yeah. Yeah, we got eleven. We can do eleven. And they just wrote him a check, said, Paul, appreciate you. You're a good man. You're a good man. We'll see you down the road. How's eleven million sound? And they sent him on his way. And so, you know, it would be nothing for them to pay Leipold somewhere in the neighborhood of six to seven million dollars a year. I say nothing. I mean it's a commitment. But I would say uh, about a six-year deal at forty million. Yeah, I mean I think that gets it done. So um, I I I think that's what they'll certainly think about. But then Kansas could go ahead and try to do a preemptive. It doesn't always work, but they could try to. I mean, the, the, what they don't want. Is this for this thing to become a huge distraction? It almost always is. Um, the The worst was that SMU thing with with Sonny Dykes because this SMU gets off to one of its greatest starts in team history. Like they're like seven and zero or something or eight and zero, and all that stuff breaks out and they fire Gary and they start talking about Dykes and the team just falls apart and loses like the last four or five games straight. Okay, that's that's the the result you can't have. And that's why Kansas AD has to get ahead of this thing. Now, they have some experience to draw on, not in football, but, I mean, they pay Bill Self a ton, okay, for basketball. And, um, and I mean, all he does is cheat, and they pay him like, they're like, hey, Bill, thanks, man. I mean, you think they care? There's a big they bag of money. They want another national title. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bill, let's go with a lifetime contract. How's another 10 years sound? Why don't we go about six, seven, eight million dollars a year? Does that sound good? Yep. And they move on. And he just he just goes right back to cheating. Oh, but it's never their fault. Oh, the poor, you know what they did. These Adidas people kept calling us. These mean old Adidas people. They kept showing up at campus and, and they were the victims here. The Adidas people were making us do this. Unbelievable. But they showed the way, and other schools are now doing it because the NCAA uh, Oversight Committee no longer uh, hurts teams as much with these uh, punishments. Don't try to say that to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State tried to cooperate, and they got whopped upside the head. And they they, they, they still have scholarship problems. They got scholarship uh, limits, and last year they couldn't go to any postseason. Okay, postseason ban. Uh, but everybody else, just Kansas, go win a national title, have a parade, enjoy yourself. We'll get back to you here in about 20 years on whatever your punishment is, which is going to be nothing. All true. All true. Alabama coach Nick Saban has, is kind of known for being a jerk to the media. Did you see the latest story, though, after their win out at Arkansas? <laughs> I just saw some of the quotes. I. 
I always like to hear this stuff. Uh, so, yeah, if you ever have any good Saban audio, please play it for me. But, uh, yeah, I did uh, I did see some of the quotes, and, and I, did, I found it somewhat humorous. After the game, after they beat Arkansas 49-26, and quarterback Bryce Young obviously was injured during the game, CBS reporter Jenny Dell asked Saban, your Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young goes down and the rest of the team steps up. What would you learn about the resilience of this squad tonight? Pretty straightforward question. And kind of generic, but a good question. Saban either didn't hear her or ignored the question because he already knew what he wanted to say. He, he said, after being asked about the team and their resiliency, he said, you know, what I'd like to talk about is our team. Our team just won a game on the road. Wasn't pretty all the time, but they made plays when they had to make them. We love Bryce. Bryce has got the sprained shoulder. You know, hopefully we'll get some diagnosis and see how it goes. But what about the game? What about the team? What about the players that played the game? <laughs> just ridiculous. Uh, I mean, he, his – I don't know. I, I've, I've spoken many times about my dislike of Nick Saban, but it's things like that. He just assumed that her question would just be about Bryce Young. Didn't even listen to the question and <laughs> and and proceeds to basically berate her for asking a bad question when the actual question was what he wanted to talk about. It's just the whole thing is ridiculous, and I can't stand the guy. Well, he's the greatest of all time, but he's, he's not. He's he's he can be prickly, and uh, but I, I like the. I like that guy out there that can imitate him. I like hearing from that guy from time to time, Joey, whatever that guy's name, Joey Molinaro. But uh, that's that's uh, always kind of kind of fun. All right, what else do you have, sir? NFL icon John Madden will be memorialized as the namesake of a new football facility at Cal Poly. Madison's family and the school shared the plans for the John Madden football facility, a thirty million dollar football building that has been in development that it had been in development prior. The Pro Football's Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Famer's death in December. He was 85. Madden enrolled at Cal Poly in 1957 after attending three other colleges. He played football and baseball in addition to earning bachelor's and master's degrees from the university. And I find that fascinating. I had no idea that that uh, John Madden had a master's degree from Cal Poly, a master's degree period, but he did. He had a master's degree from Cal Poly, and now. The football facility will be named after him. Well, that's great, and uh, that's a pretty, uh, pretty cool deal. Uh, Madden is one of the great figures in the history of the NFL, and it's great to, that he celebrated at uh, at the his alma mater uh, as well. I did want to say, Aaron saw some news that has just popped up on ESPN.com, and um, West Virginia Mountaineers. Running back C.J. Donaldson, pretty good player, uh, is in concussion protocol and will miss next week's home game with Baylor uh, after he was injured in a loss to Texas. Now, if you remember, we're watching any of that game. That was pretty scary. He wasn't really moving, and they had to kind of they they put him in a cart and they uh, um, they removed his helmet and shoulder pads. And he did give a thumbs up to the crowd as he uh, left, but that's uh, that was really really scary moment. Two hundred and forty pound freshman leads the Mountaineers 
with 389 rushing yards and six touchdowns with an average of seven yards per carry. And, of course, uh, Baylor and West Virginia both off this Saturday and will play on uh, Thursday. And, Aaron, I, I did hear from uh, uh, Tom and I were talking earlier today. Baylor, you know, you'd think it'd be a really nice day to everybody to sit back. Bears are off. Watch some college football. Hang out. Get, get ready to watch the uh, Cowboys as they take on the Rams. And uh, the Bears are uh, they're hosting a uh, the, like the regular Monday news conference. They're going to have it on Saturday. Because of the game being on Thursday this week, and so they'll treat uh, Saturday like a Monday, okay? And I, I remember, boy, in NFL for years, they've done that. If you're playing a Monday night game, you treat, you know, Thursday like a Wednesday. Or if you're playing a Thursday game uh, on a quick turnaround, you got to treat Monday like a different day than it is. You got to treat it like a like a Tuesday or a, a Wednesday, whatever. Um, <laughs> I find it really interesting. And so, Aaron, we're just going to all have to gather out there at the, um, you know, on Saturday. We'll have to be in place to uh, uh, at whatever the appointed hour. Now, sadly, I've got a uh, funeral and will not be able to attend Saturday's news conference. But, Aaron, I just want you to keep that in mind. Saturday will actually be a Monday. All right? And, in fact, Aaron, I've... I've talked to the powers that be. They want you to come in uh, Saturday afternoon, and you and I will host a show four to six Saturday because Dave Dave uh, Randa wants us to treat this like a Monday. Uh, yeah. And then Sunday will be, well, I don't know what Sunday will be. If Saturday's a Monday, Sunday's a Sunday? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it all out. What are you going to say, Aaron? Since Baylor is not playing on Saturday, I have a rare Saturday off, so I will have to decline the offer of working. <laughs> I'll let you explain that to Tom, because Tom <laughs> told me we were working. <laughs> oh, uh, One man. more story real quick before yeah, we get what's to on the your uh, mind? top of the hour. Uh, Baylor running back Josh Fleeks has entered the transfer portal, according oh, to I On3 Sports. This. The former four-star recruits has, has 15... Huh, 171 career all-purpose yards and five career touchdowns at Baylor. He was moved from receiver to running back in the offseason. Yeah, I I hate this because he was good, and what happens is sometimes during a regime change, coaching changes, you know, guys kind of fall out of favor. They certainly gave him some opportunities, and he used to be a running back, and I was very anxious to see, like in high school, he became a really good wide receiver, and I think that was one of those years, one of those rural years when Baylor um, went to the Sugar Bowl, Fleeks was a wide receiver at that point, and then, of course, they had the really awful 2020 pandemic season, and it just kind of, uh, and then Fleeks, just fell out of favor. I, I don't really – he didn't really have a role much with the team. So it happens. Some people embrace a new regime. Some people don't. And I wish the guy well. He uh, had some really good moments for the Bears. And, Aaron, you saw the stats. Uh, had some games. I remember – oh, man, there were some games where you could throw him a quick slant, Charlie Wood, and he would take that thing to the house. Uh, I, I always felt like he – 
was going to have a chance to to maybe inherit some of what Taekwon did, and it just did not work out. And then the running back, because of the good play of, of Richard Reese, Quaylen, some of these other players, Tay McWilliams' emergence, um, it just Josh could not work into the rotation. They tried to get him in a little bit, but uh, in the end, it did not work. Uh, and so he had to move on, uh, and we wish him well. Uh, as uh, as Josh Fleeks moves on to his next stop, uh, it's it's uh, it's not a huge surprise at all, but it's just a little bit sad because he had uh, he had really done some good things in the past for the Bears. All right, Aaron, good stuff. That is campus confidential, and uh, we'll jump into the five o'clock hour, and then I get you ready. I'm going to be taking off uh, at some point during this hour. I'm going to race out. Uh, uh, I got to get from Central Texas somehow to the uh, to Arlington in time to see Aaron Judge. Aaron, I'm going to have to really step on the gas to make this happen, but I'll be making my way out there, and then we'll have a big time watching Aaron Judge try to uh, to get number 62. All right, uh, next, get you caught up on some uh, Cowboys activities. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The defense has been so stingy through the first month of the season, it's on a record-setting pace. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Quarterback Dak Prescott has a doctor's appointment today, and hopefully that leads to a better time frame on when to expect him to return to action following thumb surgery. In his absence, it's the Cowboys' defense that's carrying the team. The unit has given up a total of four touchdowns in four games, joining the 1970 and 1972 teams as the only ones in franchise history to give up four touchdowns in four games. They also have 15 sacks. Neville Gallimore got one of them in Sunday's win over Washington, and Gallimore says this group is just scratching the surface. There is no ceiling, you know. We know that what we got in that room. We know we're not nearly where we need to be yet, but we're locked in and we're getting there. Up next, a trip to L.A. to take on the Rams, who were held to nine points in their Monday night loss to the 49ers. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. 
We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday, one meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday, buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday, a pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value, available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. As we roll right into the 5 o'clock hour, man, that was good stuff in the uh, Campus Confidential. We cover a lot of ground 
Aaron had a lot of good stories to hit. We had some good Baylor news for you as well. And Aaron will double back in uh, today's dismount as I'm making my way to uh, to see Aaron Judge, ESPN Central Texas. We will be there to cover it and see uh, that uh, first at bat. I wanted to let you know, Aaron, I was trying to look up to see who is pitching for the Rangers tonight against Aaron Judge, who will try to uh, uh, not allow that 60-second home run. I kind of like this. If, if you really want to see a 60-second home run, I think you'll like who's on the mound for the Rangers. Aaron, uh, tell me if you've heard of this name before. His nickname is Tino. It is uh, Tino Tanako. Jesus Tino Tanako will take the mound. I was looking back over his career, just in case, Aaron, you weren't familiar with his work. Uh, and let's see. He uh, and by the way, you're not alone if you're if you aren't. <laughs> I'm uh, not. He was uh, uh, 2019 was up with uh, the Rockies, 0 for three that year, the 4.75 ERA. Pitched in 24 games. Okay, so he kind of hung around, hung around, and then for the Rangers this year. Uh, Tino Tanako has a, uh, 183 ERA, 16 games he's pitched in, just one start. So this will only be his second start. Got about four holds this season. So, I mean, this guy has, uh, had one appearance in the majors, it appears, last year. So he's bounced around, 27 years old, and, um, Jesus will take the mound tonight where he will face to open the game. None other than Aaron Judge. Um, now, now that I have these tickets, Aaron, the, my, the, I keep checking to make sure that Aaron Judge is in the lineup. Have we seen a lineup for the Yankees yet? I assume he'll be. He's been leading off these games to obviously give him the most chances to do this. What you wonder is if this is going to be like the home run deal. Is this is the stress of all this going to carry over and and hurt him in the playoffs this guy's had an incredible season but there's a lot of stress and boy there was a ton of stress when Maris was pursuing this record and of course because of Babe Ruth the people's uh love for him they didn't like that and it was the same when uh oh when when Hank Aaron was chasing the all-time home run record um he experienced a lot of things uh way worse than certainly what Maris experienced because uh uh, some of it was uh, racially motivated. Uh, it is uh, Rangers did lose game one, 5-4, but they held Aaron Judge without a homer. It's funny, Aaron. Usually that would be like a good thing, but I don't – I really don't think that's a uh, – that's a great thing. The uh, uh, Rangers have now lost seven straight, 10 of 11, and are 8 and 27 – over the last 35 games, all right? And that nightcap begins at uh, 7.05. If you're heading out to the ballpark tonight, and you're probably already driving if you are listening to us, uh, but the roof is going to be open. Roof is closed for the 105 game, and uh, it's going to be open tonight. Now, that's kind of interesting because it's something we talked to uh, Matt Hicks about where the uh, – the roof, when it's open, there's quite a, a few more home runs that are hit. I don't know if that has to do with the, the jet stream or the wind or the atmosphere. Who knows? But in terms of how many home runs per game 
in that ballpark. I think I saw where it was with it open. It's like, and again, it's a pretty small sample setting uh, since it's only been open for a couple of years now. But you have uh, a couple of seasons. You have uh, 2.85 home runs per game with it open and closed 2.1 or something like that. So it's a, it's a fairly, it's a, you know, a somewhat uh, of a difference. Um, and so here we go as uh, as we get ready for this. I still don't. I don't understand the booing today. I'm watching, and after Aaron Judge would either ground out or one time he had a base hit, there was a bunch of booing out there. And again, if you pay for your ticket and go sit out there wherever you choose to sit, you can do whatever you want. Okay, I can't. I can't sit here and you know tell you what to do, but I just don't understand it. Like I, I, I mean, is this a anti-Yankees thing? Is this an anti, I mean, is it just, you know, you, you desperately wanted to see this thing and now you're, you're upset. You haven't seen it. I mean, I I cannot imagine going out there and just booing. And again, I don't know if you're booing Aaron judge personally, or just booing the fact that he didn't hit one and you, and you went out there and wanted to see a home run. Um, Now a little bit of Rangers news. That's kind of fun. Uh, Adolis uh, Garcia, uh, Adelise, Adelise Garcia reaches 100 RBIs in style uh, today with a two-run homer into lower left-field seats. All right? And then now three players in Rangers history have 25 home runs, 25 stolen bases, and 100 RBIs in a season. That's Adelise Garcia this year. Uh, Alfonso Soriano. In 2005, Aaron, would you care to guess the third in Rangers history? It's a very popular player, so this would this would uh, this is a player you should know, Aaron. But again, it's 25. This happened in. In fact, I'll help you out. This happened in 1999 that a player had 25 home runs, 25 stolen bases. And 100 RBIs in a season. Only happened three times in Rangers history. Now, Aaron, I'm telling you, 1999, you think about it, had some big-time bashers for the Rangers. They hit a ton of home runs, and they scored a lot of runs, and they had finally started going to the playoffs back in about 95 or 96. They opened the new ballpark, or they, what used to, is now the old ballpark in 94. Uh, Aaron, do you have a guess for me? Juan Gonzalez. No, it's a good guess, but actually Pudge Rodriguez. That was my second guess. I didn't <laughs> remember him stealing a lot of bases. Of course, I didn't remember Gonzalez stealing a lot of bases either. Yeah. Yeah, Pudge Rodriguez did that. And uh, before the, you know, being that crouch robbed him of uh, some of that. Actually had some decent speed. I mean, he, and it was a smart base runner. And so every once in a while, you'll get a catcher who steals some bases. And it it is kind of shocking to see that but uh but he was on the field a lot uh i mean he was on base so much that he had uh, tons of opportunities now i like the way john gray approached things in this game um gray said it would be a sign of respect to pitch to aaron judge and he did uh that Orioles series that uh, just passed got walked about five times um I loved in the ninth, 
they were two outs, and the, the hitter issued uh, – Oh man, what was the guy? Anyway, it was it was pretty hilarious. The the Yankees Ishigara or Ishig. Anyway, he'd hit a home run earlier in the game, and he he was up there and he swung at one out of the zone, and everybody's like, "Dude," because Aaron Judge he was hitting ninth. Everybody's waiting on Aaron Judge. They're like, "Just take pitches," and the last pitch that he walked on looked to me that like a strike. And they were just like, ah, let the guy on base. Let's let Aaron Judge have another at bat. All of baseball is in part of why there are a lot of people that are celebrating more this Aaron Judge thing is because what Barry Bonds did on the National League side and Sosa McGuire is all tainted. Okay, it's all tainted. Now, I would be curious, and you can text us if you would like. Um, you can even call us. 254-662-1660. That's the CNC Collision Center text line. If if you've enjoyed this chase more, I, I don't think there's any way that, that you can answer with a straight face. that Because back then, Aaron, when we didn't know, I don't think we wanted to know that McGuire was juicing or that Bonds was or that, that, um, uh, that Sosa. We were having so much fun when all that was happening circa – 1999, then the 2000, whatever year, Bonds goes for 73. Sosa and McGuire were going crazy that one year, hitting all those home runs. I mean, we were loving it. And then, of course, the Mitchell report comes in and and, uh, all those players. So I'm sort of curious what our people think. Like, do you have – knowing that because of testing and everything, that it's likely – that Aaron Judge is clean, um, do you respect – maybe that's the way I should act it, not do you enjoy it more. Do you respect his 61 more because he's done it clean than Barry Bonds' 73 that we don't think he did it clean? Now, did Barry – I mean, they were trying to walk him all the time. He had tons of walks. He still had to put bat on ball. He still – it was unreal what he was able to accomplish, but we think he was, um, you know, taking things and using things, and the whole Balco thing is well documented. Um, do you respect what Aaron Judge has accomplished more because you think it's clean, or do you you still recognize Barry Bonds as the home run king? I'm okay with that opinion. I mean, I don't. I personally kind of like this Aaron Judge thing just because I do think it's clean, but I don't necessarily uh, subscribe to the uh, the thought that Bonds, I mean, is Bonds a bad guy? I don't know. I mean, he, he was probably a bad teammate a lot of the time. Um, was he a cheater? Yeah, probably so. Should that, should that have kept him out of the Hall of Fame? Same with McGuire, same with Sosa. That's where it gets really murky, okay, because – over time, a lot of guys were cutting corners. Were they doing it to the extent with the Andro and everything McGuire was doing? Probably not. But uh, you know, I, I still it's hard to it's hard to keep those guys out of the hall. But of course, some people think all those things were tainted, and if they're going to be in the hall, of course, they should have an asterisk by their name. All all of that. But uh, there's just a lot of emotion tied to these records and the pursuit of these records. I find myself, and I think a lot of people do, um, recognizing more, and the Maris family did. 
Uh, and part of that is to preserve the legacy and their love for uh, for Roger Maris. And I get it. Roger Maris Jr. has been the spokesperson for the team and uh, or for the family. And he has recognized what Judge has done. And he does not recognize what Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, all those guys did. Um, I don't know if that's fair or not, but he's family, okay? He's the son of Roger Maris, so he really can present this way any way he wants to. But that has been part of the conversation as we've moved along here. All right, we, um, I'm getting ready to uh, head out here in a few minutes and go out to the ballpark, but we've got a little bit more for you, and I wanted to bring you the latest as we kind of catch you up on some things, some really interesting comments today from Jerry Jones, and uh, he's walked back some statements regarding Dak Prescott. We'll explain next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football with an open date this Saturday. Some extra time to get ready for their game Thursday week in Morgantown against West Virginia. And Baylor volleyball back home and back in action tomorrow night in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel, luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football with the open date coming up this Saturday. They're gearing up for their next game on the road Thursday, October 13th in Morgantown against West Virginia. Coming off the Bears' loss to Oklahoma State Saturday at McLean Stadium, senior linebacker Dylan Doyle had very good perspective on moving forward following the loss. I think in terms of bye week, it's physical and mental. It's kind of a refresher a little bit for guys. Um, and so we're, we're able to get back to those basics uh, that we talk about, you know, being, being brilliant at the basics, doing simple better. And, and I think physically, guys will get a lot of much-needed rest but in terms of turning the page and, uh, and kind of boxing this up and putting this in the past, 
I'm, I'm kind of thankful that we're going into a bye week because now we can kind of have a little bit of humility moving forward and just say, hey, what are we? And uh, and kind of move forward with with honesty and tell the truth to each other. And um, I think I think a lot of great organizations, uh, great teams are candid with each other. Um, and that's what we're going to try to be in the week moving forward. And so um, giving candid feedback is huge and telling the truth. And so we can move forward and fix those issues. Dylan Doyle and the Bears back in action Thursday, October 13th in Morgantown against West Virginia. Baylor Volleyball back in action tomorrow night in the Farrell Center. 8 o'clock match time for Baylor versus Oklahoma. The match televised on ESPNU. And soccer is home twice this week. Thursday at home, hosting Kansas, 7 p.m. at Betty Lou Mays Field. Then Sunday at noon versus Kansas State. Both matches on Big 12 now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucen Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucen builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment and they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family. We take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WEST. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. San Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football 24-9. Both teams moved to 2-2. Two two. Former Wisconsin football coach Paul Crist will receive a reduced buyout of $11 million. Crist was fired Sunday following a 2-3 start to the season. Tony LaRusa is stepping down as Chicago White Sox manager because of health concerns that kept him out of the dugout for the final five weeks of the season. He announced 
announced in a statement yesterday. Rangers lost to the Yankees 3-1. to Aaron Judge still sits at 61 home runs. Rangers and Yankees again today. 105 first pitch for the first game you can hear on 101.3 FM. And the second game of the doubleheader is on ESPN Central Texas. Catch UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. I'll be moving into position soon to get ready to go see. uh, uh, In fact, I made it actually today into the Metroplex to be ready for this. And uh, so that's how the magic of I'll be able to arrive in time for first pitch uh, as I do the show today. Uh, not too far away from the ballpark. And uh, we'll be getting down the road, and we'll go see if Aaron Judge can make this happen. was watching earlier. Aaron, it was uh, funny. I just was looking at a quote from the player, the, the number nine hitter in the order. They've been hitting Aaron Judge first in the order and uh, obviously going to give him the most uh, cracks at this thing as they can. And the... Yankees player look into where his quote was, but it's it's uh oh there it is. Uh it's uh Kyle Higashioka, uh Higashioka on uh on working a ninth inning walk that brought up Aaron Judge in that first game today, he was quoted saying, I think that's the loudest ovation I've ever gotten. <laughs> The fans went crazy because they were going to get an extra. He extended the inning, and so they were going to get to see a night. Now, something everybody's doing on social media now, Aaron, you probably seen this on Twitter, they're putting, like, the best plays ever. Like, for Baylor, it would be that play at the goal line against Oklahoma State, and they're showing it, and then they – and then they 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 uh, in the highlight, they put Aaron Judge – the cut-ins because to make fun of the fact that there's so many live cut-ins at all the college football games on Fox and ESPN. Uh, obviously, both networks have huge ties with Major League Baseball, so they're all cutting in to show these at-bats. So, Aaron, it doesn't matter what fan base you're thinking about. Uh, it's uh, they, they'll, they'll show this incredible highlight. Uh, and then they'll they'll cut away to judge, and so everybody's having fun with this thing. Now, I thought it was interesting that that uh, Jerry Jones was uh, being quoted earlier today, and I I I thought you know recently he was talking about wouldn't it be something if we had a dilemma about whether it would be Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott, and I think. Even Jerry started to realize, hey, this is sounding pretty crazy. And um, it turns out today when he was asked if he could see any scenario where they keep uh, they keep riding with Cooper Rush, and he and he went ahead and said, no, 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 uh, you know, not. Uh, he said, can can you see a scenario where the Cowboys would stick with Cooper Rush over a healthy Dak Prescott? 
This was on one of his various shows on 105.3 The Fan, Cowboys flagship. Of course, we carry it as one of the top affiliates. Uh, we carry all the games, and uh, next week's uh, next Sunday's Rams game will be right here on ESPN Central Texas. He said, no, no, it, as I see it right today. So Jerry is shooting this down, and uh, I, I think he was uh, – uh, he, he also was asked – uh, if he was expected the Cowboys to be three and one after Dak's injury, and he, his answer was no, no, I did not. Uh, he was simply hoping that the Cowboys would not get knocked out of the playoff race. He said we do have help on the way, and said he still expects Tyron Smith to return this year. Aaron, you remember when that was like a big story? Oh my gosh, they, they maybe in December. Or at some point they'll get Tyron Smith back at left tackle, and 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 may, you know help will be on the way. That was a theme, and I got to say with the way Tyler Smith has played, and again I, I I think there's a much better chance of Tyler Smith holding off Tyron Smith than than uh, Cooper Rush holding off Dak Prescott. I don't even think it's close. Um, no matter how well Cooper continues to play. Even if he gets a big win over the Rams, the Cowboys go to four and one. If they go in and they're playing a five and zero Eagles team or whatever the Eagles will be by then, maybe even six and zero, or let's say they're five and one. Um, I, I and, and Dak's completely healthy. They go with Dak. Now, some people are trying to make the point that there's not that big of a of a, a drop off uh, between da- uh, Cooper and Dak. You know, and, and, they're, and what they're using is people like Aaron Rodgers and uh, Brady and Mahomes and saying, hey, there's an enormous drop-off if their starter gets hurt to number two. And with the Cowboys, there's just not as big of a dropout. Now, that is a shot, even if it's not intended to be, that is a shot at Dak Prescott. I still think there is a significant drop-off. The, the, the issue is Cooper Rush, it's a good issue for the Cowboys, is just playing extremely well. Smart, knows where to go with the football. Um, but if if both guys are healthy, you obviously want to go with Dak Prescott. Now, there may be people out there that are starting to have their doubts about that. And, and if you're someone who thinks that Cooper Rush, you would like to ride with Cooper Rush until further notice... Let us hear from you. There may be people that really think that. I still think Dak Prescott is your guy, and he's going to step back in. It'll be fine. And there's no scenario where they keep sticking with Cooper Rush. I, I brought up, and I asked Stretch about this because Stretch, he wasn't quite with the Cowboys at the time, uh, Glenn Stretch Smith. But uh, the Cowboys in about 1991 were starting to get things right. And they made a playoff run, but Troy gets hurt. This would have been, I don't think it was the 90 season. I think it was 91. And Troy gets hurt, and i and I, it was Berline, I guess. I was thinking of Steve Berline. The Cowboys elected to stick with Berline, even though Troy had gotten healthy and was ready to come back. And the thought was, Berline's going well, playing well, and let's ride this thing out. And Cowboys uh, maybe won the wild card game and lost in the second round. One of those years they got uh, 
beat pretty badly by Minnesota in the 1991 playoffs. It was either it was either the Vikings or the Bears. I'm trying to think back who it would have been in 1991. I know I could Google it. Some of you are out there doing that for me right now. Uh, but Texas, if if you're someone who thinks that, um, and, and then also I put it on the text line earlier, 254-662-1660. Aaron is monitoring our CNC Collision Center text line to see, like, what you thought about this. If you're... If you have more respect for Aaron Judge's pursuit of this record uh, than than what Barry Bonds did with getting 73, was Barry Bonds a cheater? Believe he was. Yes. Was Palmero? Yeah. Was uh, McGuire? Yes. Was uh, Sammy Sosa? Absolutely. I mean, Sammy Sosa had stuff like falling out of his bat. All right. I mean, it, it was more than just whatever he was shooting up with. Yeah, I mean, he had like a cork. He had his bat corked. I mean, there was so much crazy cheating back then. But but what a lot of people don't like to admit is we had all turned a blind eye. I mean, around that time, Brady Brady Anderson, was that the player for the Orioles, Aaron? I think it was Brady Anderson. Goes from like eight home runs a year to 50. It's kind of like those people that used to, years ago, suddenly their SAT, they took it from like 650 to they, they scored a 1,400. It's like, guys, you can't do that. I mean, if you're going to cheat, and you shouldn't cheat anyway, but if you're going to do that, you probably shouldn't take a 700-point a, a leap. And it was the same thing with baseball. If you're going to cheat, it's probably not great to go from like, the most home runs you've ever had is ten in a year, and then you got you got a uh, you got Brady Anderson for the Orioles jumping up to fifty home runs, and then you look at him, he looks like Adonis. Now again, can people uh, get all muscled up without using steroids? You bet, you bet. But baseball in the late nineties, early two thousands got completely carried away, and and the it, it, the home runs got so crazy. Now what they do, what they've done in recent years. When they want to have more home runs, is they probably juice the baseball. All right, they get the baseball where it needs to be. Now that still has not helped because there's a million strikeouts. We'll be out there tonight, and I'll bet I'll see sixteen strikeouts in this game. Well, wait, Rangers are pitching, so let's let's subtract that by about six or seven. Uh, but I'll see nine or ten strikeouts between the two teams for sure. Um, if you're going out to the ballpark and I'm about to uh, leave to go out there, uh, boy, be safe. And uh, Rangers have a guy named Tito uh, Tino. Uh, Jesus uh, Tino is going to be out there on the mound. Let's have a look at him. Let's see how he does. All right, my ride has arrived. My escort, uh, uh, the Heftons are in the vehicle. They're ready to get me out to the ballpark. Uh, I have to sign off now. Uh, The dismount, Aaron will handle the dismount. Everybody have a tremendous evening. I'll give you a full report from what happens in uh, Aaron Judge's uh, chase for 62. Uh, Dismount coming up next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. High formation. Ferguson, the fullback. Only heard here. In front of Elliott. Third and goal from the one. All season. Handoff. Elliott coming right. Pushing. Goal line. Bangs in. Touchdown, Elliott. 
Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Rams. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Rams, Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, character gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. San Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Rams on Monday Night Football 24-9. Both teams moved to 2-2. Two two. Former Wisconsin football coach Paul Crist will receive a reduced buyout of $11 million. Crist was fired Sunday following a 2-3 start to the season. Tony La Russa is stepping down as Chicago White Sox manager because of health concerns that kept him out of the dugout for the final five weeks of the season. He announced in a statement yesterday. Rangers lost to the Yankees 3-1. Aaron Judge still sits at 61 home runs. Rangers and Yankees again today. 105 first pitch for the first game you can hear on 101.3 FM. And the second game of the doubleheader is on ESPN Central Texas. Catch UMHB Coach Larry Harmon show tonight at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley is currently on his way to Globe Life to hopefully, for him, see Aaron Judge break Roger Maris's American League home run record. He sits tied at 61 right now. 62 would, of course, break the American League record. Barry Bonds holds the Major League record, but Matt is on his way to hopefully, as he says, see it and maybe get the home run ball, although I highly doubt that. We will have that Rangers game, so you can hear Eric Nadell possibly call the record-breaking home run, starting with the pregame at 6.30. First pitch will be about 7.05, 7.06 right here on ESPN Central Texas. That will be tonight's game. Tomorrow night's game will be on our sister station, 101.3 Cool FM, because we will have the Baylor Coaches Show with John Morris, as he will have Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda on tomorrow. And the Ranger game will be on 101.3 Cool FM. Assuming that Aaron Judge is unable to break the record tonight, we will still have this game on there, but if you're listening for that, we will have the game there tomorrow night. But tonight, it's the Rangers and the Yankees as Aaron Judge goes for home run number 62 right here on ESPN Central Texas. A couple of news and notes from earlier today. One involving Baylor football. Baylor receiver Josh Fleeks has entered the transfer portal. Fleeks saw 
his playing time decreased the last two years. He had only seven receptions last year, only three this year, uh, with uh, two with three carries and a kick return on the year for the Bears. The former four-star recruit has 1,571 career all-purpose yards and five career TDs as a Baylor Bear, but he will be leaving the program. Once again, Josh Fleeks has entered the transfer portal. Jerry Jones speaking today about Dak Prescott, who will meet with doctors Tuesday in hopes of playing the week after next. Jerry Jones has ruled him out, basically, for the game against the Rams coming up this Sunday. But there's a possibility that he could return and play in week six. He also he said today that uh, the quarterback's grip on the football is, quote, not well enough for him to play at the moment, so he will not be playing definitely against the Rams this weekend. The Cowboys hope to have him back for the next game. All right, it's time for us to get out of here. Thanks for everyone who texted in on the CNC Collision text line, and thanks to everyone out there for listening today. Quick note if you play fantasy football and you have a fantasy football question, start or sit, a trade question, you can hit me up on Twitter and I can help you out. My Twitter is at StatsTellAll. At StatsTellAll is my Twitter. And you can ask me on there or you can hit me up on the CNC Collision text line 254-662-1660 with any fantasy football related questions. I can answer them. I can help you out. That is a promise. All right, it's time for me to get out of here. Thanks for calling again. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Good night, Central Texas. It's been the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from Kansas head football coach Lance Leipold, the Jay.